this edition of the attention please podcast now on video for those of you who follow this podcast and wanted to continue i would strongly request that you subscribe to this channel and like this video because that's what gives a uh, videos like this their reach on the youtube platform so for those of you who are following the news representative alexandria ocasio cortez who i believe is going to run for president um within the next two presidential elections if not earlier um was at the met gala which is one of the the most um uh, exclusive tickets i guess in the world it it's it takes i think you need to pay like $35,000 in order to get in and then you have tables which you know they're sponsored tables which cost like 250k uh, upwards to sponsors so representative uh, alexandria ocasio cortez also known as aoc uh, was present at this met gala now usually i i hear of met gala not in a political context but mostly uh, to look at the outrageous fashions um for instance this time kim kardashian was uh, you know covered up in all black it kind of seemed to be like the taliban a uh, fall collection from afghanistan had kind of invaded new york city um and normally it's it, it's about very ornate gowns and people like holding these gowns behind but this time it was something different this time it was political because alexandria ocasio cortez went to the met gala uh with a dress which had behind it written tax the rich so now of course this created a lot of outrage on social media and i had posted about it on my facebook and one of the things that somebody pointed out was that alexandria ocasio cortez did not pay for this she did not pay the 35k she was invited by virtue of her being a politician so or 35 or 30k i've forgotten what what the amount is so to me that makes that's the start of the problem uh that this is you know some kind of when you have somebody in a position of power getting uh, a free ticket worth $30,000 this is not somebody buying them a meal that's a significant amount of money that's been given to effectively being given to somebody who's powerful and that i believe it used to be called at one point of time uh, something else um and i don't know what uh what the ethics what the ethics rules uh say for uh for elected representatives in the us but i know that for federal government employees you know taking gifts of that of that magnitude forget 30k even like i think more than 50 dollars or something it, it's something which has to be declared which i'm pretty sure she has declared it um and i'm pretty sure that she has kind of crossed all the t's and dotted the i's so i don't think there will be a, a legitimate ethics inquiry against her though i've heard that they've already filed something the republicans but you know that's not really the question but yes if your defense of alexandria ocasio cortez is that uh she this is a free ticket that that she got invited that she's not paying for it i think that's actually makes it worse it would be absolutely fine if she paid for it uh which she can actually from her salary i mean she can pay $35000 um she's not um i mean she she makes enough uh, as an elected representative 
So um, if she paid for it, I, I don't think there's there's any concern. But the very fact that she hasn't paid for it is strike number one. Now, it's also true that nobody is a Boy Scout here. So it's also true that, you know, politicians get stuff. They, the, you know, that, that's really why you struggle to become a politician. That's why you fight so many other people uh, who are trying to get your position it's not, it's not, I mean, everybody knows that it's not people trying to do the best for the country, it's people trying to do the best for themselves, and that's everybody. So to kind of pinpoint, you know, pick on her and say, well, she's going, that's not the problem here. And, and unfortunately, when attacked, you know, she actually made it about that as if, you know, deflecting from, from that very fact. So let me just read out what she said. Ocasio-Cortez, and this is from ABC, was quick to respond, explaining on social media that New York City elected officials are often invited to the gala. Yes, that's that's the problem. And attend duty or responsibilities in overseeing our city's cultural institutions that serve the public. I mean, she went there infinitely reluctant. I mean, they just called her and called her and said, please come here, madam. And she, she went, of course. Yes. Um, very, very uh, believable, pointing out that she was one of several of the city's politicians in attendance. And that's a very valid point. New York City's Democratic Mayor Bill de Blasio and somewhere also present at the annual event. So again, that's perfectly fine. I think if she had just gone to the Met Gala event, this wouldn't have been a problem. Uh, Nobody would have talked about it. I don't think I would have talked about it at all. But the fact that she chose to wear on the back of her dress, tax the rich, that's the problem. You know, that's the problem. That's the hypocrisy of going to this place. It's as I had pointed out in my tweet, it's as if uh, Mahatma Gandhi was wearing a suit tailored in one of the most exclusive places in London and then having wear Khadi written at the back of his suit. It's, it's, that's the problem. And of course, Ocasio-Cortez, and I'll read again from ABC News, responded Tuesday on her Instagram story, saying she thought about the criticism she would receive and that her body had been policed from all corners politically since she was elected to Congress. But we all had a conversation about taxing the rich in front of the very people who lobby against it. So this was a heroic act, according to her. I mean, uh, you know, that's why she went and she did it. So Ocasio-Cortez wrote on her Instagram story, I'm so used to doing the exact same things that men do, including popular male progressive elected officials and getting a completely different response. Again, once again, Bill de Blasio did not put tax the rich on his suit. That's the thing. Um, The fact that you are getting into this place because of privilege that you have gotten by virtue of your power And once you've gotten the privilege to tell the other people that, look, you've got your privilege, when you know different, is just that they were born into privilege and you got your privilege through the elections. And that is perfectly fine. Again, the thing is the message and the fact that you are creating this kind of elaborate ruse of actually going to the Met Gala, not because you wanted to, not because you wanted to be seen with the with the finest in society, but because it's an act of protest, um, to, that is the place where the hypocrisy kind of oozes out. And this is this is the point that I'm trying to come to, is that, and this is why I even thought of discussing this, was that Alexandria, and, and by the way, let me interrupt, since another person said that 
you know what? She's successful. She wanted people to talk about her. And so people are talking about her. But I don't think this is, again, I, I understand that sentiment, but even Trump gets people to talk about him. Uh, I mean, for the last, as long as Trump was the president, that's the only thing that the media talked about. But that does not make Trump a good president. That doesn't make Trump a good human being. That does not make Trump successful. Other than, of course, in terms of promoting his own brand and aggrandizing himself. That is true. So which brings me to the point that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and I've said this before, is no different from Donald Trump in the sense that both of them are out to get their own thing. And that they're using the cause, they're using those who believe in them as a tool, as a tool to attain their political objectives and financial objectives, ultimately. Because any kind of political objective comes with it privilege. And that privilege can be measured in terms of dollars and cents. So this is where I think, and even for those of my listeners who are socialists and are sympathetic to the socialism cause or to the progressive cause, this is actually doing a lot of harm to uh, socialism and progressivism. Uh, and I don't think I pronounced it right. Anyways, so because, and, and, and I know this because you know, I grew up in communist West Bengal. So they, they, every year, uh, uh, you know, Jyoti Basu used to go uh, abroad. And a lot of Marxists and a lot of communists used to go to, remember, in the U.S. And when they were asked about it, they said, oh, we went to the U.S. on taxpayer money to study the decadence of the capitalist West. Now, of course, this, this is very similar to what Ocasio-Cortez is saying, right? They're making a, a tour for themselves, sound an act of protest and an act of, uh, you know, an act of progress, progressive politics, really. So... And it's so transparent. The fact is, it's not fooling anybody, right? It's just a fig leaf that they use and their supporters use, actually. Um, so I think this harms the cause. Um, people like Trump, I mean, let's focus away from Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, Trump is no different. He's obviously a more a severe form of, a, of AOC-ness. Of course, he's been more successful. But I think the, the, the similarities are, are startling in that the both of them, I mean, Trump was kind of before social media. Um, Ocasio-Cortez is purely a social media creation. Um, Trump actually used social media fairly well, but he was more, he was one generation or two generations before. He's a television creation. Um, so his virality comes from television and reality shows. But he knows how to game the medium. He knows how to appeal to the base. He knows that it's very important to stay in conversation. And that's exactly what Ocasio-Cortez is doing. And I get that. I get that the fact that she was she's smart enough to know that when she does something as transparent as this, this is definitely something which is going to get, you know, play in the media. And then she can, of course, you know, say that I'm being victimized. This is this is all part of what was thought out before. Not, not, nothing is surprising here. And I understand the need to be in the news. And she hasn't been in the news for a while. So I, I, I get it. But the fact is, and this is this should be of concern to progressives. Because the progressive movement and socialism is needed. Now, somebody would say, you know, if, if she's damning her cause, well, so be it. I'm so happy. But no, in any functioning society, you need different political opinions and they need to be kind of equally strong. So you need socialism. You need, pro you need the progressive movement to counterbalance the greeds and excesses of unbridled capitalism. It is also needed. So people like Bernie and people like Ren, Bernie is a, you know, Bernie has his problems, but at least 
he's not this out there. She's like Trump. So Trump, for instance, has been terrible for the conservative libertarian cause. There are many people now who are embarrassed to call themselves Republicans because of the shenanigans of Donald Trump. Because And that's exactly what happens when you have somebody like this who you do not know what to do. Should you support this person because that person technically belongs to the same political wing as you do? Or should you call out that person as not representative of the rest of the people who belong to that political ideology? Now, in the case of Trump, um, the Republicans just didn't have the courage to do that because Trump was so popular that you know some people tried and they were sidelined in the party and some people tried initially and then they came back and became Trump toadies. So when somebody like this comes to the party, it's, it's difficult for those who share the platform to know what to do. I'm not again saying that AOC is anywhere close to that, but she's moving there. She's moving to a place where if you're not in the progressive movement and you don't support AOC, and this is not the first time I've seen this kind of hypocrisy from her. I'll point out another example. When the vaccines were given, she kind of lined up in the front and took the vaccine and said, oh, I need to take the vaccine, even though she's not a high risk. And this was when vaccines were very hard to get, you know, I'm, but I'm an elected representative. I should get. To her credit, Ilhan Omar said, and I think she didn't take the vaccine. She said, I, I will give my vaccine to somebody who needs it, a frontline worker who is more at risk. So again, there are people in the progressive movement who are fighting the progressive movement along with her who show much more. And, and, and again, I'm not trying to glorify Lilhan Omar, for instance, but I'm saying that it, on this issue, um, you, have to, you have to applaud her for showing courage. I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I don't have a link right now, but I remember having read the story about a year or so ago when the vaccines were being first rolled out. So somebody like you know, Ocasio-Cortez, actually, and I know that there are a lot of people who, who love you know, Ocasio-Cortez, who think she is the future of the progressive movement, but I think she does, she does the progressive movement a disservice because the progressive movement is important. It's especially important in America where it is true that the balance of politics has shifted with successive Republican administrations and with a grifter like Trump to an extreme in terms of what, and I'm not talking about wokeness here, I'm talking about economics. I'm talking about the taxation structure. It has become extremely, extremely gone to um, away from progress, from, can't seem to be able to pronounce this, uh, from being progressive. And so it's needed. Uh, you know, the Bernie Sanders wing of the Democratic Party is needed. And that's why it's important that the people be of, that they, 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 they are not the problems, that as it is their agenda is something which is, you know, radical, the, you know, a radical adherence to environmental protection, wealth distribution. And I'm not saying any of these, I, I personally support, I mean, I support the, the environment part of it to a large extent, not the wealth distribution, but this is an important voice. This is an important part of the American political spectrum. And it's very important that this political spectrum stay there, that it doesn't become what classical Republicanism has become. Under, under the Trump onslaught, where they're the, the core Republican ideals 
of liberty, small government, all of that has vanished. And there used to be a strong base of Republican values and ideals, whether you agreed with them is something else, you know, in terms of uh, our majoritarian identity for the US, all of it has vanished in front of Trump. There are no more ideals at all. It's just, are you with Trump? Are you against Trump? Will you support Trump no matter what crazy thing he does? Or will you oppose Trump? It's That's what it's become. So a respectable political ideology has been replaced by essentially uh, one person. My worry is that with Ocasio-Cortez, that's exactly what might happen to the progressive wing of the party, of the Democratic Party. And it's a wing that is needed. It's a wing that's needed in order to bring balance to the force. Uh, So thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the podcast. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Attention Please podcast. Till then, please do like this video and subscribe. Thank you. Bye-bye.